Welcome to Up Next. I'm Gabrielle Boucher, millennial author and entrepreneur. Each week, I bring to next generation leaders and millennial game changers to inspire you to change your world. Let's see what's next. Welcome back, Up Nexters. This week's show, I have promised you that we are bringing on the new generation of talent, the new generation of entrepreneurs. And this week's guest is no disappointment for you whatsoever. We are talking with Rain Wade, who is an incredible designer. She's the founder and the sole designer of her brand, Rain Made which is a really beautiful line for women, soon to be for men as well, that is not only unique, but very customizable and really reflects not only her personality, but also to where I really see the future of fashion going. So Rain, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. So I have to ask you, because anytime we have an artist or a designer on the show, I just have to ask, have you always been interested in fashion? Um, Yeah, actually, I remember being in middle school saying I wanted to make clothes for women. Um, And my mom reminded me actually of that the other day. She was like, I remember when you... When you told me in like seventh grade that you wanted to make clothes that made people feel good about themselves, and <laughs> thanks, it was Mom. so cute. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, thanks for reminding me." But yeah, I've always um, I wanted to go to school for um, for fashion design originally. Um, I I didn't end up doing that, but I've I've sewn since I was a little kid. So I've just always loved making clothes. I just never dreamed I'd get to do it as a a real job. (laughs) So walk us through what that journey was like. So you said you didn't study fashion in college. So what did you study? Um, I graduated with a, like a, just a general marketing degree. Um, and that's, uh, that's about it. I was on scholarship as a musician, um, in, worship pastor or like worship leader, um, at Southeastern, but I didn't do any sewing really through college, just basic alterations. (laughs) That's incredible. So how did you go from a marketing major to now someone who not only has your own line, but you're the sole designer creating the clothing? Yeah. Um, well all through, um, all through college, I sort of did just like I said, general alterations, like all the skinny jeans that were on SEU worship were skinnied up by me. <laughs> um, so like all the guys wanted skinny jeans. So I found a way to make money off the trend. Um, and Good then for you. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, why not? Um, and so then I would do kind of like random, just random stuff for other people. Um, and one year at conference, I wanted to have something to wear. They did an annual conference. And so we were on stage and and whatever. And so I wanted to have something fun to wear that wasn't, you know, wasn't what everybody else had. So I, I made uh, the shirt and the response that I got from it was just kind of, I don't, I don't even know. It was just like everybody wanted to have one. Um, so people were commenting on this picture that I had posted of me wearing it saying, where do I buy one? If I pay you, will you make one for me? I want this shirt in black. Where can I find it? Um, so I was kind of like, okay, let's try it out. So I did an Etsy shop for a while. Um, and they were all just one of a kind pieces that I had made. Um, and most of them kind of like a one size fits all, which is kind of a a trend of my, my patterning. Um, and 
it worked for a bit. Um, and then I just kind of got bored and got really busy with college. Um, and so I, so I just quit, (laughs) I quit doing it. Um, and then when I graduated, I, um, I was, I was very, very depressed, uh, post-college, um, and had like a kind of a whole year, a rough year of like, uh, finding medications that worked for me, um, you know, just different things like that. And so I had a, I had a long time of not doing anything artsy. So I actually quit sewing altogether, um, and took an office job and found myself so incredibly miserable and missing it. So I started it up again. Um, I had three or four different jobs at the time between babysitting. I worked retail. I had an office job at a church and it just kind of all over the board. Um, so one day I woke up and I quit all of my jobs and put my two weeks in, um, at all of them and decided to go for it. Um, so yeah, I started doing alterations and doing some fun, one of a kind pieces, and then started doing some markets um, where I would like kind of go and set up like a pop-up shop. Um, and I just had such a great response. So I launched on Halloween 2015 um, with my website and my new branding and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, from the time I graduated, um, I graduated in December 2014. Um, and then it took me almost a year to kind of get myself to do it. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that answers so your much, question. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot no, of ups was, and downs in between. So, Well, and, and that's exactly what I was going to say is, is so many people can look from one direction and be like, wow, Rain, you're doing incredible. You're living your dream. And you're like, yeah, but what it took to get here was not Instagram worthy. No, at all. not at all. Absolutely not. Nope. Everybody sees the highlights. Um but yeah, I mean, I was I was talking to my boyfriend this morning and I was like, what if everybody hates my clothes at markets? And what if what I designed is like, nobody wants to wear it? You know, I'm just like going over my list of like... Even still, right? Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, people, people buy my clothes and I still am insecure about it just because, you know, you're putting a product out there that kind of has your name, mine literally has my name on it. But, <laughs> you know, so I mean, it's, it is, it's a very you know, and then then as an artist, you kind of have like a whole nother level of like, brain activity that kind of goes on. And so it's, it's definitely, you know, you're kind of saying here world, here I am, buy me or don't. Um, But if you don't buy me, then I go out of business. So So um, please. (laughs) Yes. So it's kind of like, okay, I can't make you like my stuff. But I hope you do. You know, so there's just yeah, there's a lot of levels to uh behind the scenes and I work alone all day and stuff like that. So yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of levels to it. So what does it look like being a designer, uh, which is, you know, very creative part of your brain and then running a company, which requires a completely different set of skills. Have you found that the two don't get along very well or how do you, how do you balance that? Yeah. Um, I, I'm very, I don't like to say that I'm very organized because like my personal life is not super, super organized. Um, like I don't have like, you know, I'm not, I don't have like everything like tabbed and, you know, sectioned off alphabetically or anything like that. So like, I'm definitely not quite that organized, but in a business sense, I, I've kind of created a system that makes sense to me. I rely, I like, couldn't people say they couldn't live without their iPhones and I quite literally couldn't because 
I'll set Siri reminders just to finish a shirt in the afternoon because I'm because I know that the artist side of my brain gets very distracted and gets like into one specific project or you know kind of whatever it has its own mind <laughs> on the one side so I, I have to I have to keep myself essentially organized with reminders and calendar updates and I make to-do lists on a weekly basis and sometimes break them down per day because I need to get some things done by Thursday or some things done for a specific market. And, um, so I try to stay as organized as I possibly can. Um, but I, I'm, not, I'm neither fully artist nor fully organizational. So I, I've, I can function at least a little bit on the organizational side, um, but my, <laughs> which is important. Yeah, which, I mean, which we all need to to right. keep going forward. And I'm absolutely the same way. I'm a huge fan of not only uh, to do lists, but breaking them down. And I single task my days. Where, yes, absolutely. You know, you you choose particular days, like Tuesdays and Thursdays, or days that I'm meeting with people or making cold calls. And right. you know, Mondays and Wednesdays are more of in office, making sure things are getting done, and Friday. Fridays are my my creative days. And so it's finding a, a system because there's no system that's going to work for everybody. But I think you're you're explaining it really well, what works for you and in making sure that you have something that you can follow and doesn't feel foreign or weird or, you know, just because it works for, you know, your best friend or your mom doesn't mean that it's necessarily what it's going to look like for you. Yeah, yeah. So what has been some of the the biggest challenges, maybe even the surprises that you've experienced starting your own company? Yeah. Um, that's named after yourself. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's true. I mean, just kind of even the daily, just the daily kind of practices, I think is what is so, has been probably the hardest, the hardest thing. Um, just, keeping my fabrics organized and keeping my patterns organized. And, uh, you know, in my head, I'm like, Oh, okay, well, I can make 30 shirts for this market coming up. And I have so much inventory, and I'll just get it done. Well, 30 shirts adds up. And then I have orders from online. And you know, then I have just a random beanie order that comes in that adds, you know, two or three hours to my day. And so it's just there's a lot of a lot of little things that because it's an art, it's very time consuming. Um, so I think the daily practices have been the hardest, you know, keeping a consistent schedule for something that is very inconsistent. So I have like slow seasons and, you know, then kind of the heavier seasons, like the holidays and stuff like that. So learning, kind of learning how to balance all of that, you know, managing finances of a, of a business is a little difficult because there's a lot of I don't have a lot of overhead right now, thank goodness, but uh, for a while I did and just kind of managing some of those things. And that, there's just like so many little details that kind of add up at the end of the week and either I succeeded and got all of it done or I didn't and I have to stay up extra late, <laughs> you know, over the weekend to finish. And so... And that's the hard part about being your own boss. And and I have my own company. My husband has two. And, and people will so easily say, oh my gosh, you guys have such an awesome life. You guys can do whatever you want. But your Friday night doesn't look like my Friday night, right? Yes and no. Like, I'm still working <laughs> right, Friday right. and yeah. Saturday morning and Saturday night, yeah. you know? Well, I'll spend, I will spend a whole Saturday. So like this Saturday I'm at, um, 
I'm at a, an event selling clothes and I'll be there from seven or eight in the morning until five thirty um, at night. So that's a full day after a week of prepping for it. So yes, I, I technically can do whatever I want, but I still have deadlines. <laughs> They're very so, real. <laughs> right. They are still very real deadlines. Um, I still personally go to the fabric store. Like, you know, so there's the little things that add oh. up, but yeah. Well, I love the reviews that you have on Facebook. Your your site is absolutely beautiful. I really want our listeners to to jump on and support you because your your fashion is so unique and it's so beautiful. It's not anything that you could get anywhere. Uh, I was looking at some of the reviews and one of them was from a guy and he said something like, you know, your clothes make me want to, you know, wear women's clothes or something. It was Oh, yeah, that was one of my favorites. So <laughs> funny, but but what does that feel like designing something in your home and then seeing someone wear it on the street? Yeah, um I it, it's mind-boggling, honestly. Um cuz I, I mean like I said I always wanted to do this, but I never actually thought that I not not that I ever thought I would but maybe not on such a large scale um so it's just it's crazy to see um I'll go to church on Sunday and because a lot of my clients in the beginning are local um I'll see two or three people on a weekend wearing my clothes and some I know and some I don't know or some of them I'll be like, oh, hey, like, I love your Rain-Made shirt. Like, if you take a picture, send it to me. I'd love to post it. And they're like, oh, I stole it from my roommate's closet. So it, it's kind of fun. I have I have one friend who owns multiple, multiple pieces. And her roommate, uh, she she's always, like, trying to steal the clothes. <laughs> so she's like, I have to hide my Rain-Made because she comes in looking for it. Um, and so it's just, like, it's crazy to me. It's such an honor to be able to make clothes that make people – want to wear them and one of my favorite one of my favorite things was uh, I was doing a photo shoot with a few different models and one of my friends put um put one of the shirts on and she's like oh she's like I just like feel so good about my body when I wear this and I was like that is literally what I have like done everything to get somebody to say like I, I this is why I do what I do um so I mean yeah I've just I've made clothes that I like and clothes that I would wear. And, um, and I, I wear my stuff all the time because I actually genuinely love what I make. And, uh, and I, yeah, I don't put anything out there that I wouldn't wear or that I wouldn't, you know, I, I couldn't stand by. And I only use the softest fabrics cause I don't think you should have to choose between cute and comfy. Um, I don't think that there's, I don't think there should be a choice. Um, I agree. I completely Yeah, I've agree. had two different people, um, or two different ladies say wearing rain made is basically the same as wearing pajamas. Like, that's the sweetest. Um, and, and I love that. Like some people might be like, ew, that's weird. And I'm like, no, that's what I want. Like, because they look fabulous, but you feel like you're wearing pajamas. Like there's yeah. nothing better than being comfortable. Um, you know, in like a breathable shirt that happens to be really cute. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, and then the fact that I have men uh, saying that they now want to wear girls clothes because they like my stuff so much. Um, I don't really have a choice. I have to make men's now. So I've, uh, I've got some patterns up on my wall ready to I have a few more fittings to do some sizing and stuff like that here in the next month. But 
yeah, that will be coming soon and all that kind of stuff. That's incredible. So, yeah. <laughs> and what I love about it too is that you took something that has been a passion for such a long time in your heart and you were able to transform it into something that brought life and brought confidence because it's more than just the thing that you're delivering. And uh, I was been talking to a, a few different uh, millennials that I coach. And, and one of the biggest challenges I always hear is, you know, I just, I want to find my purpose or I need to find what I'm passionate about. And, and sometimes that's very clear for some people, like for you, you knew that you loved right. to design, but not necessarily saw that path of how you take, you know, doodling on, you know, and sketching and, you know, just making alterations for your friends into a company and in a career and making that leap is challenging and it's full of doubts and, and frustrations. Um, but it's been for you, I'm sure a, a really empowering journey. Yeah, it has. Um, I mean, and like I said earlier, I have my insecure days where I'm still question, is this working and whatever, but I'm, I'm very hard on myself, but it has been, it's, it's inspiring to see people wear my clothes and to know that I get to make money doing what I love. I mean, I'm, I'll be 23 in a couple weeks and most people don't ever get to say that, um, in their life. And I've talked to, I have, I have a lot of friends who are in their fifties and sixties, um, just cause I get along with people in that age group. So, you know, just really well. So I hang out with them all the time and they're like, you have no idea how lucky you are. I didn't get to say that until I was 40 or I, I, you know, I still don't know that I even love my job or ever, or ever found my for real passion in life. And, you know, just so that it's really, I feel very, very honored to get to, to get to do what I love and Absolutely. to make a living doing it. And it's something you had to fight for though, is, yeah. you know, it doesn't just happen. And I think it's easy for outsiders to look at you and probably think, wow, you know, she, she was able to do it. And so early, she's so lucky and didn't see the, the long, you know, drawn out questioning of what am I doing and, and taking the side jobs just to get by. Oh, and, absolutely. And, and you have to be committed. Well, and there's even, there's parts of, there's parts of my life that like, I don't necessarily post about, but I mean, I'm very open about it. And I, I take medications because my brain lacks certain hormones and things like that. And so I, I struggle greatly with anxiety and greatly with depression and, you know, just lots of, lots of things that people, people don't see behind the scenes that make up who, who I am and what I do. And so I had to fight through a lot of that kind of stuff. And, you know, so everybody sees like the cute pictures and the fun photo shoots and things like that. And of course I love to share that, but yeah, there is, there's a lot of, um, a lot of behind the scenes parts that I, yeah, you have to, I've just had to kind of buckle down and tell myself I'm going to do it and <laughs> make it happen or yeah. make it work. Yeah, and you have. So what do you think is the future for fashion, particularly as it comes to women's fashion? And as our listeners will find out when they go to rainmade.com and, and see what you're doing, uh, it's really unique in that it is, you know, very comfortable. It's, you know, modest without, you know, I hate that word, but right. you know, 
right it's it's um, without being like high collared and long sleeved <laughs> it's not it's it it really is very chic and very beautiful so so what do you see the f- the future of our fashion looking like yeah i mean i think like there's of course there's sort of the whole avant-garde side of fashion and that is a mind of its own but and then the, you know there's runway and things like that but i think for like i personally design for the daily human. <laughs> so I, I make clothes that you can wear on a daily basis and, you know, not just like fitted dresses and things like that that you kind of have for sort of occasional wear. So I think for me, um, I, I just, I think that fashion has kind of gotten to a point where it's very, very detailed and it's very elaborate and, you know, just, and I think it's beautiful. Um, but for me, I think, I think things will s- like the simple classics, I think that just clothes with movement. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I just think that like, I think more and more um, you'll see kind of, and you do now already, but it, it's the whole inspiration is to, to make clothes that inspire you to feel something. Um, and so that's what I, for me, that's where I see, I see fashion kind of, that's kind of the root really of fashion is to make something that you know evokes an emotion it's like a walking art piece but I I don't really know how to word that but I mean not in a trend sense but I think just making classic classic pieces um with classic shapes that create movement and you know kind of draw the eye in all different directions and and yeah at the same time is modest and you know you don't have to worry about like is it too long or is it too short or is it too this or you know just kind of that kind of thing do I have to wear like a crazy bralette with it or do I so I mean I try to make fashion I mean I I just gave a presentation um in Lakeland and they were asking me what my age demographic is and my youngest client is 16 um I haven't really had anybody buy it younger than that or in person at least but and then my oldest client is 67 um, and her and all of her friends wear all my clothes. My grandma buys my clothes, my aunts, my mom owns tons of pieces. So that's what I really want is something that is generational. And I have a very young family, so I'm fortunate to have, you know, generations of women. And so I get to kind of test my product that way, which is really awesome. Um, so I'm like, I'll send pictures to my grandma and I'm like, would you wear this? And she's like, oh my God, of course. You know, so it's, it's, so I get to test the field, you know, with my cousin who's 15 and 16 or whatever. And then my grandma who's in her sixties and her friends. And so it's, it's fun. Um, it's fun to make clothes that like that where they all have the same reaction. Um, but they're all different, very different people and age demographics and, you know, et cetera. So yeah, I just think I think clothing that inspires is kind of the trend of of fashion. Nobody wants to wear just like a normal t-shirt anymore. They want to wear something that, you know, they can do the front tuck or they can do like the side knots and all this kind of stuff with. Yeah. And so it's just really to really uni- personalize. Yeah, like it, universal really pieces. Yeah, yeah, that you can you can make your own. So, yes, I'll design it and I'll create the pattern, but I want people I tell people all the time, I want people to decide how to decide how the clothing will fit. So that's why I do a lot of one size fits all because 
I really want the people, I, I want women to make the clothing their own. Well, that's so powerful though. And, and, uh, and reflective of your own values and to bring out the light in others and to help them really see, you know, who they're called to be as well. Well, we have hit our time. I'm so happy that you were able to join us, Rain Wade, who's the founder and designer at Rain Made. And we'll have more information about you and your line in the show notes. Um, Just want to acknowledge you for pushing through the hard parts to, to find your passion and not only a passion that fulfills yourself, but um, brings value and, and meaning to others as well. Thank you so much for joining us on the show this week. 